racking up strikeouts. He's got 15 strikeouts for Flackney in this game. He's got regular down. That's strikeout number 16 for Tyler Flackney. This ball game is over. And we're the best goddamn football league in the country. We're the best football, the best football league in the goddamn country. Period. Cheers. Welcome back to another episode of the HRL Touch 'Em All podcast. I'm your host Stash. Unfortunately, I am not here with Sanchez. He was unable to make it this year due to scheduling issues, but uh, today I am joined by two Wahoos. Um, they seem to enjoy the league enough to be around for a second year, so I'm joined by TC and Caveman Kershaw. How's it going, guys? It's going. Thanks for having us, Stash. I'm a big fan of the podcast. Thank you. As am I. Excited to be on. Yeah. And uh, for being in the car, you sound really good, Caveman, because when you said that you were doing that through your car, I was a little worried whether or not the audio would come through, but you, you sound better than probably half the people that we've had. So it's a good thing that we can have you on. I'm glad my beautiful voice sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we're actually recording this on Monday. Uh, the season did kick off with uh, four teams playing over in Egan, shockingly, given the weather that we've had. But uh, Thursday is not looking good for us. Um, the weather looks like it's going to be rain Wednesday, Thursday, and very cold. Um, I don't think this is going to – I don't think we're going to have our opening day. Um, what about you guys? Do you guys think anything different than that? I, I would like to think differently. I would like to keep the negativity away. Um, you know, I, I was a little surprised today, today on uh, Monday that we saw – Egan was playing games, I suppose, with the two new teams. Are they are they playing every Monday? Uh, Egan teams do play most Mondays. Uh, they I think they only have like two weeks where they do back to back days, Mondays, Thursdays, but mm -hmm. uh, it's not consistently the same teams. Well, if Egan gets to play this week and we don't get to play Thursday, I'm going to be a little upset. <laughs> Yeah, I, I added, honestly, I, I would love to play this Thursday, but at the same time, you never really know with Minnesota weather. Right. Today, it looked like it was going to be a, a snow day, and it turned out to be somewhat of a nice day, and we easily could have played tonight. So, with Minnesota, you really never know. I don't know if I'd want to play tonight. I mean, with being at 50 degrees, 40 degrees out, I'd, I'd be a hard pass on that. There's but... no rain and the sun is shining. <laughs> You're not wrong, but I think the fields are a little wet over in Hopkins. Uh, but even with the extended forecast, Monday looks all right. So if teams want to reschedule for Monday, I think that might be an option for them. But Thursday looks like it's another cold and potential rain as well. So we might not even get our opening day in the first two weeks that we have scheduled games. It's just so cruel. We go from what, three 80-degree days, four 80-degree right. days you know. to, to this? I mean, I don't know why we got our hopes up, but <laughs> it, it's It tough. does it every year. Every year it gets our hopes every up. Every year. It's insanity. We're in the we're in the fall spring. They just It's just teasing us, like the State Farm commercial with the, with the dollar. And he's like, oh, we got to be faster than that. <laughs> yep, yep. 
But uh, let's get the let's get into the question of the week. Uh, I propose: What historical event would you like to be present for or alive for? Anybody want to start us off? I can go. I I was thinking about this. I think about a month ago, I got into like a Joe Rogan YouTube clip talking about the Great Pyramids of Egypt, and I I think I would go back to that time and see how those pyramids are built. Because you cannot tell me that those are like man-made by brute force of <laughs> uh, people pushing stones, whatever you want to call it. Um, for as big and tall as those are and how perfectly, you know, well-built they are, yeah. there's no way that that was made by manpower. I need to know how those were built. It was the aliens. Exactly. <laughs> I, I need to see that. The lost technology, I don't know what it is, but... I, I could die happy once I see that. <laughs> That's a good one, Tommy. I like that. What about you, caveman? Um, so I, I, I was thinking about this, and uh, I don't think I'd go back to a historical event. I think I would. Uh, I think it'd be cool to. I'm a huge Johnny Cash fan, um, and would love to have seen him in concert back in like the '60s or '70s. I think that would have been really sweet to see him singing like a jailhouse or something uh, I think would be would be really awesome okay I mean that's still kind of a historical event I mean, yeah, it, I think you just there. described an historical event right so <laughs> true <laughs> just not like a major historical event right that not I was something that of. most people would think about as as a like a major one you're right right uh for me I th- I'm kind of with Tommy on this one um, I would go back to probably like the Empire of Greece. Uh, see all that how that was how the living was how that all came to be because i know when i was in sixth grade we learned about uh greek mythology and all those cities and whatnot and um it really intrigued me and that that would be something that i would want to go back and like see how that actually was starting football league in the roman empire (laughs) (laughs) or even like the uh were they the first ones to ever do the Olympics? So maybe be like, be there for the first Olympics or something. See how that actually is compared to now. That would be super interesting. That would be a lot of fun. Right. Sounds like we just need a time machine. So Stash, you would really choose the Greek Empire over the Roman Empire. Yeah, the the Roman Empire didn't really catch my interest compared to Greek. I don't know it. Something something about Greece just like attracts me. I don't know if it's like being on the Mediterranean with those islands or whatnot, and it, it just seems more beautiful than what Rome was in my mind. Okay, I res- I respect your opinion. I think if I had to choose between the two, I think I would rather see the Roman Empire just because it feels like it was uh it was like bigger and more right. far reaching. Right, more far reaching. Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I mean that would be interesting to see how they kind of like ran that and how they controlled everything like it just seems really weird at how that all came to be i would have to agree that's a good one though it's a fun one to imagine i mean yeah i think the the romans are maybe a little too physical and violent (laughs) well not necessarily i mean greek people were too if you had learned about like the spartans and whatnot oh man i've been out of school too long i don't know i must have Missed that uh, subject. I, I'm a terrible history person. 
All right, but let's get to know you guys. Um, tell me where you guys started your wiffle ball career and then how you guys joined the HRL. Guess I'll go. Um, yeah, so I started, I, I couldn't even tell you where wiffle ball started, but I came from the Fridley Factors. I think I was trying to figure this out. I think I was nominated into the Wall of Fame or Hall of Fame uh, in 05. So that'd be when I was seven or eight years old um so i must have played before then but essentially um matt dean or the wish uh his mom essentially did daycare for me for i don't know how long so i'd go to his house every day and if anyone's unfamiliar uh the deans as in matt and dan our commissioner live right next to mippy and stash and paperboy literally grew up across the street from both of them so I would go over to the wishes every day. Um, you know, we'd link up with Luke, Casey, Jared, Dan. I mean, Face lived 10 houses away. Um, and we'd literally just play wiffle ball every day. I don't even know how many games we play a day, but. You I mean, know, it, it basically... got to a point where we had to limit ourselves to something like three series. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So essentially, so, you know, Matt, Dan, and Luke wouldn't have. 500 home runs and everybody else would have, you know, a hundred, even though that's exactly what happened. But, uh, yeah, that's kind of how I got introduced to wiffle ball. Uh, yeah. Kershaw. Yeah. So I, I started a little bit later than Tommy did. I'm also a, a factor guy. So Mippy, Huck Finn, the wish, um, playing in, in those guys' kind of shared backyard. Uh, I started probably more so like, freshman year or sophomore year um once I came to Fridley and uh then started playing often and was playing all throughout the summer whenever I could swing it around work I was I was at the wiffle ball field um I was a, a more recent wall of fame inductee in the 2019 class and up until the the dean parents got elected I was the the latest hall of fame uh inductee and i had it on my linkedin profile for a little bit too just to just a lot just a lot, had to let people know nice little conversation starter right there that's right so that's how a good you guys, tip i might have to add that yeah how did, how did you guys get into the hrl then yeah i think we both probably had a similar story if i had to guess kershaw correct me if i'm wrong but so two yeah. years ago um i think we both filled in for the mets when they won it all. So I guess you could say we are HL oh, champions are, in a sense. You guys are uh, coattail cup winners like I am, huh? Oh, that's right. <laughs> so yeah, I think two years ago, Luke, Mippy, um, basically just hit me up and they needed a sub. So I think I played five games and that was kind of my first kind of introduction. Uh, obviously being around factor field, I think I've always kind of known about the HRL. I don't think I really know cared or looked uh you know got too invested into it i just knew there's another wiffle ball league out there um but i guess it wasn't really until i played in it that it kind of caught my interest um is that kind of what happened with you kershaw the same thing yeah it was literally the same thing yeah it was two years ago i would always hear the guys when we would go to play at at fridley factor talking about their fast pitch league and all this stuff but never really like knew about it or or caught the hype and then Mippy asked me to to sub two years ago, same as same as TC, and jumped in and 
I came in those two games and had a blast. And uh, so then I started looking for, for people to join, uh, join a team with. Okay. Yeah. That, that's basically kind of how I was too. Uh, Mippy. Well, I was supposed to be on the Rockies the first year that smallpox Grizz Mippy and Huck were on. I was supposed to be on that team their very first year, but I couldn't make it back from college. And then once I got back here, I subbed one time and I got hooked right away. I mean, it was basically exactly like Whifflin for Wishes, so I knew it would be pretty similar. But with the whole base running thing, that that was a game changer. It was it was awesome. Yeah, it's super fun. I I I just remember how confused I was. I was like <laughs> talking <laughs> about the the hit line. I, like what? <laughs> yeah, when you first learn the rules, you're just like, "This doesn't make any sense." What are you talking about? You're crazy. Yeah, yeah, right. I was like, I just want to hit the ball, and hopefully, I can get on base one time. But <laughs> man, it was difficult that first, those first few games. Yeah, yeah, especially even if you even last like year. It, yeah, even last year, it took a, like a handful of series before you really start to like learn the rules and kind of how to how to play and how to strategize around them too definitely is a learning curve right yeah and you guys caught on pretty quickly i know a lot of the friendly factors that join the league catch on pretty quickly and by that like halfway point in within the league um they're starting to make big strides and like learn how to play better and like learn the smart base paths move base paths moves wow that's a tongue twister for me uh but yeah <laughs> Yeah, I think the tough part, too, um, initially, uh, I think me and Kershaw were kind of always on board of getting a team going, and I think the wish was actually, I don't know if he's planning on joining us, or he kind of was also on board with us, um, but I think it was originally going to be us three starting a team that would have been last year, um, and I think the wish kind of got the offer to play with his brother on the vibes, Um so it would have been nice to kind of have a veteran presence our first year, I think. Uh, that's that's kind of how our team got together. And then, obviously, it was a crap show getting everybody else to join. But, um, yeah, we're just happy we have the wish this year. Yeah, he's, he's a nice addition to any team, honestly. I was uh, sad to see him go when he left my team. I mean, a sticky paw winner. A Rookie of the year. Great. Yeah, Ricky, a great bat, a solid pitcher. I mean, he just made our whole team better. Right. <laughs> yep. And a, and a guy who's going to show up for 99% of the games as well. I mean, that was our big issue last year of just getting some consistent players and guy, guys who can really learn how to how to actually play the game. Right. <clears throat> so with you guys being the second year, you guys kind of know about the nickname situation and whatnot. Do you like your nicknames or would you rather your nicknames be more organic within the league? Because I know if I were to come into the league when I did and I didn't have the nickname stash where everybody from the Fridley Factors was calling me that, my nickname would be completely different. I, I guarantee you that. You think it would be? Any ideas? Oh, what it would be? I have oh, no yeah. idea. No, no, oh, no. I, thought... I was just saying, do you guys like the nicknames that you were given right. right away, or would you rather the league kind of, like, give it to you? I thought maybe you had an idea for oh, yourself no, no, in the no, no, back no. of your mind. Um, <laughs> I, I mean, I I kind of like it. I mean, TC, my first name's Tom, and my last name's Seberg, so 
T-S-E-A is basically my name. Uh, I, so I remember Factor Field. I remember we actually used to give out trophies. I don't even know what they were for, but mine said T-C on it. Um, and that was probably something that Mippy just said and stuck with. Uh, well, I know that that was a big trend when we were growing up is that you would say your first letter of your name and then like the first three was kind of like a nickname everybody was kind of giving each other. And yours like was really good compared to most people. Yeah, I mean, Twin City, the you know, the twins, isn't it? the TC Bear, whatever yeah. his name is. It, it was perfect. Um, but yeah, basically, I mean, transferring to the HRL, though, you know, when me and Kershaw played with the Mets that one year, I think, I would imagine it was Mippy just entered our, entered our names that way, you know, in the website. So it's not like he, Luke texts us, we're like, hey, what, uh, what do you want your name to be? It, it, as far as I'm concerned, it was kind of given naturally. Um, you know, maybe if there were some, if Sanchez was here, maybe he'd say otherwise. Um, but, you know, yeah, to would, me, that, that's to a natural agree. nickname. Yeah, I would have to agree. I was I was always like Caveman Kershaw at Fridley Factor, and that's just kind of how people knew me. And so, yeah, when we went to came to the HRL, it just kind of, it stuck. Okay. Yeah, because that, that's kind of one thing that I knew with Fridley Factors is that we all kind of had our own nicknames even there. So bringing in our nicknames over to the HRL kind of makes sense, especially with now more and more Fridley Factors joining the league. Um, and I know the league kind of like looks away and says, oh, that's not natural. It's not what you're supposed to do. It should be given to you by the league, not by uh, friends beforehand. So I just want to see where you guys kind of st- stand just because you guys, this is your second year and you guys kind of came in from day one having those nicknames, but... I kind of agree with you guys is that they they were given to us naturally within a wiffle ball league, just not the HRL. Right. And I understand the history. I would just like to know, you know, maybe from somebody else's point of view, like how would we go about that? You know, like we're ordering jerseys. You say like, Hey, what do you guys want for your name on the back? Uh, like, do you want, should we just call ourselves by our real names until we get a nickname? Uh, Right, that's, kind of that, like... that's where a lot of people are, is that they just kind of put, like, their last name on there. They don't put a name on there at all until um, they get their nickname. So where does Kershaw come from? Is it just because you're sick on the mound or what? Well, so I, I, so I, was, a, I was, like, a huge Clayton Kershaw fan for a couple of years, and I, uh, I think I played in – it was either an opening day tournament or the um, – when we do like the hundred innings on the national night out and I like played in a, in a knockoff uh, Kershaw Jersey from like AliExpress that I got for $8 or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and so I like played in it and then I would always like pitch in, in games. And then uh, Matt Dean, I think was the one that really started to call me Kershaw. And in high school, I was the first guy with a beard. So I was caveman. So caveman Kershaw just kind of, mesh together gotcha i was gonna say maybe you look like the caveman of kershaw like you got the deep eye sockets and whatnot with the jawline <laughs> so i wasn't sure how you got caveman caveman in there yeah it was just it was just because i was the hairiest guy in high school and uh everybody just knew me as as the guy could, who could actually grow a beard in junior year hey we got the, that in common there bud <laughs> yeah no kidding <laughs> All right, give me your favorite HRL memory. Uh, 
Sorry, I think mine, I mean, sorry, not HRL memory, right. just wiffle ball. Sorry, sorry, just wiffle ball memory in general. I still feel like I'd have to break it up into factors and HRL, but for factors, I can't really think of one thing specific, but just probably like those national nights out playing 100 plus innings and, you know, seeing 50 to I don't know how many people show up a day, but seeing everybody come and go through literally the whole day. And then by the end of it, you realize there are maybe five or 10 people that actually played all hundred some innings. Like those are the kind of the days that stick with me or like opening days and Fridley factor with football. But as far as HRL memories, I think probably Palooza was the highlight of my year, at least uh, kind of, you know, we finally got everything going as a team and felt like we were, you know, had a chance at least to, make it out of Palooza. We were competing, so um was pretty happy with that. But the highlight of Palooza for me was hitting a go-ahead home run against the Rumble Ponies. Um, it was at the sixth or seventh inning. I think we were down one to zero, and I hit a two or three-run home run to take the lead, and uh, we ended up beating them. So that's the highlight of my uh, year one in the HRL. I love that. Yeah, I would, I would also have to I think uh... – Breaking it up into into factor and HRL for me is also good. Um, when I won my first opening day tournament, and it was in 2018, so it was like right before I got inducted into the Hall of Fame, and uh, I was very excited. I I think um, Airbot was on that team, The Wish was on that team, uh, Groot was on that team, so it was it was a lot of fun to win with with uh, a bunch of buddies and finally get the long coveted uh win on opening day and then uh, i think for my hrl I, I, it would also be wiffle palooza but it would be that i i completed my first ever triathlon and was able to come and hold the rumble ponies to to one run in in a complete game and i was ecstatic after that my body shut down after that <laughs> i completely <laughs> forgot that you did a triathlon and everybody that i talked to was just dumbfounded that you were able to pull that off my yeah, body shut I down, own. and I did not run a triathlon <laughs> that day. <laughs> I I also was dumbfounded. It it was not planned either. Like I just signed up for it and totally didn't even realize that that was like Wiffle Palooza weekend. But yeah, hey, hey, I mean you, there's, you, you made every single game, right? Or did you miss the first one? I missed the first one. Okay, yeah, and that that's even more crazy because that that second one was probably what at like nine thirty, ten o'clock. So you you finished yep. the triathlon really quick. Yeah, and then came in against a, a two seed Rumble Ponies, who were a twenty win gate twenty win team last year, and was able to hold in one run. I was I was pumped about that. Right. Yeah. It was a it was a good day. It was memorable day, a memorable day. I can't. That is for today. sure. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I it, it was fun. It was my first Wiffle Palooza experience playing in it as well. So. Um, I was really excited to be there, but uh, unfortunately, we didn't play each other. So really, so you you've made the playoffs every other year in the HRL. Yep, as the wild card. This was wow. That, that was the first year that we did not, or yeah, did not make an automatic bid. So yeah, that's impressive. I have to go back a little bit to Factor Field the opening day. I wonder if I'm the only person on the Wall of Fame. I don't think I've ever won a opening day tournament, or really? even been even been close, honestly. Wow, that's surprising. Maybe I can stand up here. 
can't see the wall from here, so I can't tell you that one. <laughs> has Niki won? I don't think Niki has, has he? I don't even know who that is. Shane, Shaniqua, Trenter? Oh, ne- I've never heard that. Uh, maybe. It's got to be a small list of Hall of Famers that haven't won, I imagine. Right. All right, let's get into the HRL now with you guys. Uh, this is your second year. Um, what was the most shocking thing that you had that you found out about the HRL that, or in the HRL in general uh, that you kind of thought about or what whatnot? Uh, I think I can go. Oh, go, go ahead. ahead. Yep. Oh, I, I was just going to say um, I, I didn't realize that it had been around for 20 years. Uh, I knew that I knew like some factor guys had been playing it for a couple years. And so I figured maybe it was, you know, like eight or 10 years old, but the fact that it's been around for, for 20 years and shout out to some of those early guys for, for getting this started and being, being open, uh, open arms for some of the newcomers. Um, it's just cool that it's been around for that long. Yeah, I agree. I, think uh before the season started i'd say the most shocking thing honestly is just how big the league was you know in terms of teams and people uh i think we all would agree before we even played a game just looking at the schedule we were all probably overwhelmed i know i was i was like we're gonna play this many wiffle ball games this is (laughs) this is crazy um like i'm used to playing softball for two months or something um but yeah how big the league is i'd say how organized it is um, you know, from everything I've learned this year from, you know, the podcast to just, I don't know, nightmares, blogs or whatever, uh, just learning about how much there's going on behind the scenes is pretty crazy. Um, so I'd say, yeah, just the sheer size of the HRL kind of blew me away. Yeah. It's a well-oiled machine at this point. And, uh, shout out to anybody that helps out that makes it go and run and whatnot, because without them there would be nothing it wouldn't be even close to what it is and the fact that we keep on getting more and more teams into it and it's like healthy teams um amazes me it i i i'm i'm wondering how far we can go before we kind of reach our limit with teams um before we have to start turning people away so um glad i don't have to make that decision though (laughs) Agreed. I mean, yeah, even right now, adding two more teams this year, and I mean, there's still only two fields in Egan, right? Right, two... yep. So if they were to find a third field, every game would be played on Thursday, um, which would be nice. Uh, but since they only have two over there, they're going to have to play two two Monday games while us over in Hopkins just have the one Monday night game. Good problem to have, I guess. Yeah. I mean, we're searching for other cities. It's not looking good. So if we can find more rinks around the cities that we're currently in, uh, I think it could be a doable task. Gens was already the superior league, but that uh, I think that's the icing on the cake. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah, That just that one thing. Yes, you're right. <laughs> uh, you guys already talked about the best thing about the HRL for you guys last year was Palooza. Uh, anything out, anything outside of Palooza that you really enjoyed from last year? Uh, I mean, can I yeah. say I enjoyed everything, honestly. Uh, it's fun being the rookies kind of 
figuring it all out. And, you know, every time you go play a team, it's likely the first time you've ever played the team and met those people. Um, it's like, I guess that's what I enjoy the most, just meeting the people, you know, getting the group text fired up on, you know, the Monday that when you have a game on a Thursday, you know, who's going to be there. Everyone's pumped up uh, just to play wiffle ball that week. Then you throw in, you know, you got a podcast to listen to that week. You got Nightmares blog posts to read, other content getting thrown out there. Look at the HRL Twitter, uh, go to pregames and postgames. I know you're just playing wiffle ball on Thursdays, but there's just so much, you know, content and events going on. Um, it's just like a huge community, and I just kind of enjoy every single part of that. Yeah, I would, I would agree. And uh, just kind of to add to that, too, the the friendliness of all the people, like it was the first time meeting so many of these people um, and some of the new teams just they would come over before the game and say, hey, how's it going? You know, I've been in the league for this many years and just strike up a conversation. The friendliness was really cool. Just um, how welcoming everybody is to, to have some rookies and how excited they were to play us and to kind of get uh, get a little bit of a scouting report on us, too. So, yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, it, it's great at how awesome and welcoming this league is compared to, like, softball leagues where you don't even talk to the other team at all. You don't know who they are. <laughs> They're out there just right. to, like, beat you and go home and try to win everything. But here, everybody's there to have a beer with you, there to have a good conversation, making sure everybody's having a good time. So that's one thing that also makes this league run very well is that like I, I, I've said it before, it, it feels like more of a fraternity than it does a league sometimes. Yeah, like yeah, even I would, reading... I would agree. I don't know if you guys saw Nightmare's like blog post today, but like just him saying how much the league means to him and uh, talking about how his son looks up to people like that. It's It really is a fraternity, I guess you could say. Yeah. yeah. So last year you guys didn't play two teams. I think it was the Braves and the Lugnuts. Is that correct? That sounds correct. Um, do you get to play those teams this year? I don't. I don't think the lug nuts are on ours. See, I'm looking at the website now. We, I think we only traveled to Egan once, thankfully. Oh, good uh, for you guys. Yeah, right. Let's see. We do have the Cyclones and the Yankees. So I guess never played the Cyclones, obviously. Well, you played a variation of them. There's a couple guys that came off of retirement to come back, so those will be new guys, but it's kind of like a variation of the Yankees a little bit. Okay. Yeah, and then we got the Bears and the Space Cowboys, so I guess we'll have to wait on the Lugnuts and uh, Braves until maybe next year. Wait, Playoffs, you, you maybe. I don't, don't know. You guys don't play the Braves? I, I'm you should, you not seeing play, it. You should play more, because I was going to say... Once you guys play the Braves, you can actually say that you guys exist as Sanchez. <laughs> I did go watch a Braves playoff game, um, and I did introduce myself to Sanchez just to kind of clear some of the beef his, he's been spewing on the Wahoos. But <laughs> uh, no, I, I'm not seeing the Braves unless I... Yeah, I'm not seeing them, unfortunately. Wow. Miss him again. But, all right. Your division draw. How do you feel about it? I like it. Uh, 
I think we sent the wish to the winter meeting. Um, I think he was the only one to make it. Uh, you know, I, I, I like our division. Uh, I think our options once our team came up to pick was either join the aces division or join the division we're in now. And we were in the aces division last year and, uh, you know, nobody likes the aces. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm so we're with the grasshoppers. It. It. <laughs> yeah, somebody had to say it. With the grasshoppers, Mets, and rubber ducks. I mean, I guess we could start a division rival right now, Stash, but I think our division is going to be pretty competitive. Yeah. And I think it's going to be pretty similar to last year's division that uh, my team and the grasshoppers were in, where everybody was right there and everybody finished above 500. So it's going to be very similar. Yeah, I would I would have to second everything you guys have said. It's a tough division draw for sure, and um, hoping we can hoping we can squeak it out. But it'll be fun to have. There's a lot of guys that we know both on the rubber ducks and and the hoppers too. So um, it's fun to be in in a division that we get to see you guys twice a year and uh, play some guys and some familiar faces. Yeah, yeah, and every team in that division is uh is added at least one player, if not two. So shaking up the team the rosters a little bit too yep yep so what are your your expectations this year being coming into your second year what are you wanting to do better or do you have a goal on a certain amount of wins or what what are you kind of coming into with your second year i got it i'll i i think uh I think more than 20 wins and a, and a wild card, um, I think would be, would be an awesome so, so step I'm for stop you, you right for there. There's no wild card. <laughs> so that's going to be really Wait, tough. What? Yep. Since there's three divisions, I, there's only automatic. Oh, that's bids. right. Yeah. Never mind. Might as well win <laughs> the division then. Might as well just yeah, tank and go to I, Palooza, right? We're gonna, I think we're going, we're going uh, 25 plus wins and uh, t- take the division. We're going right to playoffs. <laughs> Yeah, I think expectations. And I'm going to another triathlon. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure it's the same day as Palooza, please. But this time we won't be playing in Palooza, so it'll be different. Yeah, exactly. doesn't have to worry about it. Yeah, I think my <laughs> expectations are just to keep competing, honestly. It's, I mean, there's kind of a rookie season for everybody. I think, you know, I think we lost our first seven or eight games straight. It just... I think everyone says it too. It just takes a while to get used to this style of wiffle ball. So I think we'll be able to compete a lot earlier than before. Um, hopefully see everybody's batting average go up a little bit. Uh, yeah, just, I mean, I don't expect to win the division, but I, I wouldn't be that shocked if somehow the Wahoos were close to the top. Uh, I can say that about any team in our division, really. Um, but I mean, that's the nice part. If you miss the playoffs, you get to go to Palooza. So it's a win-win. Uh, I'm just excited to play wiffle ball, honestly. I don't care if I strike out every at-bat. I'm excited to play wiffle ball. Yeah, and you say it's a win-win, but a lot of people don't think the same way. A lot of people don't want to go play Palooza. Um, I can understand that if you're a little older and you got to play or win five or six games just to make it into the playoffs just to go – play again on monday to play a three game series so i can understand that but i mean at the same time if that's just more wiffle ball to play i mean if you 
that's what we're there to do. So I, I, that's agree, right. I agree with you is that I, I would like to play in Palooza. Not saying that I won't mind winning the division, but I don't mind playing in it. I mean, it's a long day for sure, but uh, there's not too many other things I'd rather be doing than hanging out with everyone, drinking beer, and playing wiffle ball. So, right, and it's kind if, of... if we have to go to Palooza, so be it. <laughs> right, and it it kind of reminds me of Wifflin for Wishes a little bit, since we don't have that anymore. Um, it kind of fills that void or that gap that we don't have Wifflin for Wishes anymore. So, um, it's a fun time. Yeah, and you see a lot of teams too that are in the playoffs. A lot of those guys, you know, show up and watch Palooza and are seeing yeah, everything a, going on. There's a lot of people within the rinks mm-hmm. that day. And it, it was it was great to see the entire league there. Yeah, agreed. Wiffle Palooza is just a fun atmosphere to be around, that's for sure. And it, it will be in Hopkins this year, right? Do we do we switch TBD. every year? TBD. Oh, nope. so okay. usually it, it's over in Egan, but since we lost Pilot Knob, um, the next year I think was COVID, and we kept it in Hopkins because you didn't have to wear the mask in Hopkins, where you, in Egan you did. Um, and then last year or two years in a row, it's been over in Egan at Sky Hill. So, um. I don't know if there's talks about moving it over to Hopkins or whatnot. The only issue with Hopkins is that you got to switch between different locations compared to Egan where it's all just one spot. So um, I think that's why it's kind of TBD at this point. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And the last question I have for you guys and that everybody's probably wondering Last year, you guys had some roster issues where you guys were playing musical chairs with who's going to be our third, who's going to be our fourth. Um, is this year going to be a lot more stable for you guys? I hope so. Uh, obviously, we didn't plan for that to happen. Uh, like I said, uh, you know, we were kind of thinking the Wish was going to join our team last year. Um, he kind of backed out. So we had, you know, me, Kershaw, uh Joe, Shorts. Uh, so we kind of had a solid three, I think, entering the season, uh, or at least before the season. Then we had uh, two more guys, one of those being Harrison, uh, also goes by Antics. Uh, him and another guy are college baseball players. So we were kind of under the impression, you know, once you're done with college baseball in May or whatever, uh, you guys can come join our team. And then they kind of both decided to play town ball or something like that. So, uh, Obviously, it's hard to argue. I, I fully support their decision, but would have been nice to know a while ago that we weren't going to have those guys all season. Um, so then from there, uh, it was kind of just reaching out to buddies every week. Uh, and you know how that goes, trying to make plans with, you know, 24, 25-year-old guys. Uh, making plans two days in advance doesn't always go so well. And uh, trying to make them play wiffle ball. <laughs> yeah, right. right. And then they show up one week and oh, maybe I don't want to invite you back because maybe you're not that good. But (laughs) (laughs) it was difficult for, I don't know, a month or so too. I mean, Kershaw was got married that year too. I mean, we were just, everyone is so busy. Uh, It's hard to make a consistent roster. Right. But I mean. But to 
We're we're gonna be a lot short up more short up this year. I I can definitely say that. Are you guys gonna have you, uh, TC, the Wish shorts as your main four? Yep, and then uh, I have a college buddy, Skull, who joined us like middle of the year last year. He'll probably be like a fifty to seventy-five percent show, and then uh, Antics will be joining us after the baseball season too. So we have a we have a solid four core right there, and then those two guys, uh, you know, playing seventy-five to fifty to seventy-five percent of the other games um, should give us a pretty consistent roster this year, which is nice. Awesome. Love and it's huge game. that we have the wish now, uh, yeah. essentially another pitcher. That was, I think that was our biggest downfall is, you know, if me or Kershaw was gone, we really didn't have somebody else that could hit the strike zone. Um, so now having the wish is huge. Um, he, hopefully we get him a lot of innings on the mound or as much as he would like. Right. I was going to say, I think last year he said something about his arm was hurting too. So mm-hmm. hopefully that got better and he can throw more for you guys. Yeah, I definitely think it'll be kind of a, a TC Kershaw one two rotation, and then uh, the wish will be more. He he's kind of voiced that he doesn't doesn't want to pitch a ton, but he's more than willing to to help out the team. So I think he'll be more of a a relief, or if me or TC aren't there, but it'll be just super nice to have him for whenever we do a a third game, um, a three game series. It'll be really nice to have that third pitcher. Right. Yep. All right, well, that's all I got for you guys. Is there anything that you guys want to shout out or say anything? Uh, Sanchez, we we'll only have six this year, hopefully. So I don't I don't want to hear any more complaining. Stash, I did notice you managed to get in the beard face division. Was that planned, or how did that work out? So how that worked out was the one division got uh, filled up right away. Uh, don't even know what division that was was it the tugboat yeah the tugboat division got filled up right away grasshoppers were next so they picked beard face and then we were next so it was either start the joe division or go into the grasshoppers and then have the aces go through us and the grasshoppers if they really wanted to be competitive and then, sh- sure enough, next pick was the Aces, and they chose to go into their own division. So that's kind of how that happened. Hmm. I guess one more call-out I'd like to point out is people are saying the Chihuahuas are scared of competition, and they kind of seems like they're running away into their own separate division. Um, that's just what I've heard. I'm not sure if there's any truth to that. Um, sounds like they just don't want to be in a competitive division. I mean, you could maybe make that case, but arguably that division that they have right there is also pretty competitive as it, as itself because the Mariners made big strides last year. Uh, whether or not they can keep that momentum going, and then also the Americans um, added two new guys that could be potentially really good. I know Jet Plane is actually good, so um, if he still is balling out like he did three, four years ago, then they have a solid two-man rotation right there just heard rumors that i'm not sure if they're true or not but it's just the word on the street yeah so i mean (laughs) if you guys want to start something with the chihuahuas you can go for it i mean (laughs) that's not a mean 
<laughs> I'll just. Oh, say we we I love mean. the Chihuahuas. <laughs> but but hate them at the same time. I mean, that's how you exactly. how every team is in this league, right? You love them, and hate them at the same time. That's right. But anything else for you guys? I think that I covers it. Else. Stash. We, we'll see the Rubber Ducks week two. Can't wait. If we play, but yes, we will see. <laughs> Enough of the negativity. <laughs> All right. Well, with that, let's hope for good weather. Let's hope that opening day starts on time. Uh, that your beers are cold and that you get to see all your friends at the rinks again. So until next time, hopefully in two weeks, thanks for listening. I'm a signing on the city lights. All the thought around me, then but look, I got it right. Don't you try to hit me, now you live a petty life. All those nights I laid awake, I pray for better life. Now I wake up with a fatty like I said I might. This is better life, you never try to bet it right. This is better life, you never try to bet it right. You just stuck where you at because you never tried. For a better life, I had a time, bet it right. Yeah, I just took a test and yeah, let me write. Uh, I just took a test and yeah, I rolled the dice. Yeah, women, I'll be bad because the folk was nice. Shout out to her, gas me Really, they ain't take a risk, but want the outcome Then asking how go I was signing on the city lights All this thought around me, then but look, I got it right Don't you try to hit me, now you live a petty life All those nights I laid away